My name is Kim and I am an alcoholic. This is an open meeting of the Atlantic Group of Alcoholics Anonymous and all are welcome to attend. It is our belief that our meeting structure is necessary to maintain the integrity of the group so that it may better carry the message of AA and since the most important aspect of AA recovery is one alcoholic relating to another, only alcoholics participate. We hope that what you learn here may be helpful to your recovery and our understanding. Tonight is anniversary night. <laughs> the format of tonight's meeting will be a main speaker who will speak for 25 minutes, followed by our information break and the anniversary celebrants. Our main speaker tonight is Shaki. Thank you. Yes, my name's Shaki and I'm an alcoholic. Wow, I've, uh, this is pretty much, uh, I'm, in, I'm in awe. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an honor to be here. I feel like a grown-up, and I haven't always felt like a grown-up. <laughs> um, I definitely had Peter Pan syndrome for a long time. But I do want to like thank you, preacher. Thank you for asking me, and thank you for being my plus one, Double G Greg. I appreciate that. And uh, for warm, everybody was like so warm and lovely in this meeting so far. And I just want to thank you for that. You know um, that it hasn't always been the case with me to be so welcomed in places, and um, and to feel that honestly, like I didn't have to do anything. Uh, I, get, I guess I'll get some of the stats out. Uh, I've been sober since January 6, 1990, so that's my anniversary. Uh, it could be the epiphany and the insurrection, but I'm going to go with the anniversary. And um, let's see here. Uh, I got sober in Louisville, Kentucky, um, and it was very much like this. There's a, the meetings were very similar to, to this feeling here, so I, again, I feel very much at home with that way. Um, my road to recovery was, was kind of bumpy. <clears throat> As a little guy, I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky, like I said. I had a sister uh, who didn't have any problems. I did have a, I learned later that I had a, uh, a grandfather that was an alcoholic, and he ended up leaving my grandmother when she was, had her tenth, when she was pregnant with her 10th child and then went away and ended up uh, dying in his own blood. So that was... Uh, pretty awful, but um, I didn't really know him very much, but I always heard these awful stories about him. Um, and other than that, I think that I was really the, the only alcoholic in the family. My, my mom comes from 10 kids, uh, t uh, 10 siblings, and my dad's seven. And my pop, uh, he has 41 years, and uh, he's amazing. He's, uh, we have a really good relationship now, thanks to Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, he's in a nursing home, but he's happy, and they treat him really well. And um, I'm really, and he goes out of his way to like always be in service. He'll find like uh, people there that have uh, uh, that are vets and have uh, you know like amputees, and he's he's always in service. It's amazing to me. So he's an inspiration. So, but as a so I was growing up, and I never felt I belonged. That was the big deal. I never felt like. I, I fit in, um, and I tried really hard, and uh, no matter what happened, it was, just, it was just weird. I didn't feel connected to people as an early, and then I would, and I would uh, go to school, and I would do good and, and have good grades, and I was an athlete, and I did all of that, um, but I just, um, 
for whatever reason, I never really felt connected to people. But on the outside, I could, you know, show up. But then over time, you know, that ended up like really being bad, really. I just like, uh, it, it wasn't working. So I had, um, so a lot of, the first time I drank uh, and I just overdid it, got drunk. Um, and I always drank to get drunk. And that was when I was uh, about 13 or 14 with uh, some of the guys I played ball with. And we raided the liquor store, the liquor uh, cabinet. And, um, and I felt a lot freer because there was a terrible secret about me that I didn't want anybody to know. And as I've gotten sober, it's really okay now that I'm gay. And it's like, but it was like something that was, I was really trying hard to cover up all the time. And that, that made me feel even worse, you know, I was inauthentic. And so uh, <clears throat> I would, every time we would, uh, every time I would drink, it would always get drunk. Um, and on good stuff like Mad Dog 50-50 and Boone's Farm, these kind of really good stuff, right? And um, then, let's see, that was pretty much through grade school and then high school. Um, uh, it was just more of the same. <clears throat> I got into, uh, I, I never really felt like I fit in. I would be over here with the athletes. I would go over here with the advanced classes, and then I'd be over here with, there's some dry goods, but I'm not going to go into that here out of respect. Uh, and then I would be over here and never really felt in, felt like I belonged there. So, and then let's see here. Um, as I, as I went on, uh, like, a, a, I just kept on trying to modify my drinking, to do it in a different way, um, but it never really worked. And so my, my pop was trying to get sober as well at the same time. And, <clears throat> and I remember something that was really heartless was that, like, uh, I would go, to, I was going to college and then he was coming through on a bus and coming from downtown. And I really despised him and really looked down on him. Uh, it, was, it was really bad. And so uh, I'd get on the bus and I'd just walk right by him and didn't even say hello, nothing. I'd just like dismiss him because I really didn't think much about him. And, um, and that just really like, you know, thankfully we, I can make amends and I did all of that and we're tight again. So that was good. But I remember that <clears throat> that kind of stood out. And so what happened was there was a there was a time where I got arrested, and um, and then after that I went to AA meetings, and uh, I thought this is not the life I want. Uh, this is like I was really young. I was in like 22 when I first started trying to get sober, and it just wasn't working for me. I didn't feel again. I didn't feel like I belonged. Everybody was older than me, etc. So. Um, over the course of like, I guess three years, I relapsed six times, and uh, and I just it just never really like uh, it really stuck, and a lot of it was because I was expecting everybody to come to me, you know, and take care of me and anticipate what I needed, and um, that really didn't work. Um, so I it was kind of like a really non-eventful thing, honestly, like. Uh, one night, I just went out and went on a, a you know, a bender and uh, came back and woke up the next day and I said, well, I got my car, I my car, I my job, I have my apartment, but I really just can't do this anymore. 
I just can't like continue like that. And it was that, that kind of quiet resolution. And, and then I went back to the meetings, but this time what I did was I put my hand out, uh, I invited people, you know, like I welcomed people, I got involved, I got a home group, um, and got a sponsor, and worked, and worked the steps. And once I did my fifth step, I didn't, I didn't relapse anymore. And, and then I thought that I really took a break, so uh, then I worked really hard. So after the fifth step, I said, well, I'm gonna take a break. And, um, and then about like three years later, I found myself in Lansing, Michigan, and I was with a group of guys that were like really uh, hardcore. They were like, you know, plumbers and, uh, and electricians and, you know, tradesmen. And here I am going up there uh, to Lansing, Michigan uh, with my nice little haircut, my beamer and my cigars and, you know, playing the big shot, right? And, and I was in this meeting and I remember um, uh, just really wanting to belong and so one day I called everybody in that meeting. It was about 15, 16 guys and it was a, it was a feedback allowed meeting which is kind of weird but it worked um, <clears throat> in a weird way. So uh, I called everybody and I went to the meeting and I said not one of you jerks ever called me back and they said well we don't like you Shockey <laughs> and I was just like what? You know, you have to like me. This is AA, you know. And they were like, "Nope, you don't have anything we want. I, we know you got 12 years, but you're you're crazy, and you don't have anything we want." And I said, "Well, I'm staying." <laughs> and uh, I did. I went ahead and, and I got this. Uh, I'll never. George uh, was. I asked him to be my sponsor. He's this big, fat Greek guy. I loved him so much. And um, he took me through the steps, and I finished them. I got on the spiritual path, and um, and then I got on my motorcycle, went out to California, reinvented myself, and uh, I went back to school, and then I came back to New York. But um, that was really pivotal for me to, um, in my recovery, to do that, because uh, anything is possible, you know? Anything is possible when we're sober. Uh, it's, uh, it's a done deal when I start drinking. So, <clears throat> let's see here. Um, after that, after my Lansing, I went out there to California, came here, and then in 06, I came here, and let's see, I had been sober for about 16 years when I got here, and that's when I met Ava, and because uh, I would go to a lot of uh, different other fellowships uh, in addition to AA, right? And, um, and then that's, that worked for a while, um, but I always found myself gravitating to AA. I just like the solidity, thank you, and uh, the consistency here. So, um, let's see, I got here in 06, and <clears throat> it was a little tough getting used to everything, uh, and, but I managed to get through it, uh, and then I was sponsoring, like when I was in Lansing, I was sponsoring like five or six guys, and I had a really solid, I had two sponsors, which is kind of weird, but um, anyway, I had that, and, uh, and then I, f I felt like when I got here, uh, I, didn't, I, I lost my way. To be really honest with you, I just, I did. I lost my way, especially like fast forward with the pandemic hit, I was crushed. I was just like completely by myself. I really didn't have much of a program. Um, I had faded away from my sponsor. I faded away from sponsoring people and going to regular meetings. And, but I can tell you like today, today I'm really, really grateful 
super, super grateful because for me what happened was um, I made a commitment to reboot my program. And, you know, and, and I wasn't really sure how that was going to happen, but that's when I met Greg over at one of our spiritual retreats. And I met a bunch of guys that have like 30, 40, 50 years sober. And, uh, and then I found out where they were hiding because I would find like, where do you guys go to meetings, you know? And, and then I found them and I really felt like I belonged, you know, again. And, um, and then after that, uh, then, <clears throat> excuse me, I started sponsoring uh, some guys, putting my hand out again, checking in with them and uh, just taking in, uh, you know, taking a, um, an interest in getting outside of myself. And so uh, it's kind of weird to say this, but it is the truth. Like, I know that I'm 58, but I feel like I've like, I went from 22 and I just skipped over everything and became 58. <laughs> and it, I know that sounds weird, but that's my experience. It's like all, all, everything in between was like, it, it was good. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm, and I've been sober for a while and I appreciate all of it. <clears throat> but it's like, it feels like I'm just now in a big way seeing like past the horizon like seeing like my life in a way that can really make a difference and uh, for myself and and hopefully people that I meet <clears throat> and uh, so I guess that's where I'd like to just end really it's like uh, I know it's kind of a simple message but I'm very grateful for everything that I've experienced I'm grateful to be here right now uh, and the people that I'm sponsoring the the people that are in this room, it's, it's been kind of interesting in the sense like uh, some of the people that I've met here, it's like a, it's like a wave of uh, memories that come back to me um, and I'm just very grateful. So thank you. Thank you.